Hi, this is Barbara and welcome to Barb's in the World, the curious case of adulthood. So it's been a while for me again since I recorded last time. Well, maybe not that much, but it just feels like so many things happened. And I think I've mentioned that in a previous episode, but uh, one of the previous episodes, but I'll be doing less of interviews for a moment and more of solo episodes and that is simply for my own well-being um, and it's just something I feel I will I'll need right now but I'm definitely going to go back to having uh, some guests on and having some cool conversations but maybe a bit more in the future and today I just wanted to talk to you about how my past week has been and how it made me think about change in our life. It's a subject that I shortly covered in conversations with uh, in conversation with um, one of my friends who joined me in one of the episodes, Salimena. But recent events in my life made me look into that once more. So there has been three revelations that happened in my life just within a week and they're all connected to just self-view and self-image and and just self-awareness. So first thing that happened was last Sunday and I started thinking back on some of the decisions in my life and changes into my character. So right now I see myself rather as a strong, resilient person. I try to be positive as much as possible and I try to be, and I think for mostly in recent days, I kind of succeed in being content with myself and You know, the constant pursuit for uh, not needing validation from others to to feel good. Um, And I guess it's easier nowadays now because we're not in contact with as many people as an usual day. Um, And but it's something that I got much better at than when I was young. Right now, when you meet me, I don't strike you as a person that could be a very um, quite shy kid. I had a really um, shy and, and intimidated by everyone moment of life where it was very hard for me to make any friends. And then even later, uh, even though I always came off as a... A sociable kid and a sociable teenager and a likable it always felt like I was not likable enough or not good enough in something and even within groups of my closest friends it felt like you know I'm the least cool one you know like the the, the comedy movie uh, that was now it feels like so long time ago um, there was this comedy movie Duff, which is designated ugly fat friend. 
And maybe I would not describe myself in my life as a fat. I definitely felt like a designated friend who was the most approachable one and always had cooler, nicer friends and just tried so hard for people to like me. And now I'm not like that. And I thought that that's because of the strength uh, that you gain in life through experience. Uh, And that definitely is a part of it. But some things that I started to wonder about the past weekend start making me question whether it's only the strength, but also the fact that this is not a real strength. It's just distrust to people and not opening up so I can be a very sociable and I can be um, very engaging and go out and have fun with people. But that would not mean that I would actually, on a real level, open up to anyone. And I started thinking about that a bit the recent days as well in regards to relationships. Um, Ever since a breakup with my ex, who I'm still friends with and it's all good, I haven't gotten into any other relationship really. And if there's a one person that it's like once it's, you know, normal fear but once you open up to someone you know what what is gonna happen and I kind of never saw myself as a person that would have those kind of fears or be worried about about any of that it just felt like no I'm strong and I know myself and know if I'm not interested in someone and then that's it partly I guess that's true but then again a part of me feels like I am just you know preferring to play it safe and this is something I've been, um, it's been circling in my head a lot in the recent days. Um, and I still haven't got to the conclusion. So maybe once I will, I will let you know. Um, but I think I needed to get it out of myself in what a better way than my Audia weekly journal. Um, by the way, This is something I should have placed right in the beginning. And I intended to do that, but I forgot. Which is, thank you so much to all of you that actually listen to those episodes and to all of you that listens to my podcast. And thank you to all this group of people, a small one, um, that follows me and listens uh, thoroughly through nearly every single episode and please if you are listening and you did not follow me please follow me you'll make me so happy um so yeah thank you once again and do not fear of writing to me connecting with me on instagram and just letting me know uh if you liked if you liked an episode or you think that something that I said was dumb, also please let me know. I would like to be self-aware of aware of, of things like that. Um but continuing. Yeah, I needed to to let that that thing out and I had that past weekend when all of this came to me I had a very 
poetic and self-aware moments and I think maybe part of it why I felt so sentimental and you know spiritual about everything was also the moment in which it came to me I was lying on my bed looking outside of the window on a sunset and thinking about my past life and life decisions and it all just felt like a movie um, and maybe I just kept on doing that because it felt so cool and cheesy I, I don't know um, anyway the second big thing that happened in my life or maybe not happened yet but the potential of it happening is a big change that might come to me in a two months time in form of as maybe many of you are already in this situation being unemployed and it definitely does not come to me as a surprise with current situation uh, and most of the companies in nearly every industry uh, except of the very few ones are, are cutting off and I had a lot of mixed feelings. I mean, did I feel... I mean, I, I'm not unemployed yet and no one says I will be. But my way of coping with things like that is preparing myself emotionally and technically for the worst possible outcome. Making a plan. Uh, literally writing things down or calling things and arranging everything in my head what will happen if things go to hell and go down to drain and then once I have that done I will still stay positive and hope for the best hope for the best but prepare for the worst um, so that's what I've been doing mentally through my work week a lot um, and sometimes it's been easier sometimes it's been harder but I'm trying to think about how many other possibilities may open up to me if that happens. I mean, being unemployed is a massive amount of time, basically. It's a big amount of time that we have, we can do something. and beginning from finding programs and maybe starting a, I don't know, doing a master uh, degree earlier than I anticipated, to doing uh, courses in completely different subjects, even popped out into my head doing um, a life, co life coach school uh, course, um, to be a life coach and talking with people and helping them solve prob their problems, kind of like a psychologist, but you don't have to have a medical degree. Um, definitely did not look into that. Um, if I will get unemployed, I most certainly will. Uh, I made plans of whether I would stay in Sweden or whether or not I would move. And I made plans for both situations. Uh, what can I do if that happens? Or what can I do if the, and the other happens? And, uh, and that helped me, but it's been a very big part of my week. And that's the golden rule for me with dealing with big change that you're still uncertain of how it will hit. 
and what will happen with it. Because if there's one constant in life, we know that change, it's inevitable. Um, and still, it doesn't make sense to worry unnecessarily all the time about everything. Because that never does any good to anyone. And I know that it's easier said than done. Because myself, I caught sometimes myself overthinking potential unemployment unnecessarily too many times before it even happened. I mean, that's why I decided to employ this few rules. So my first step is make all possible options. So I make myself a list and sometimes I write it down and sometimes I just do it in my head. I make a list of all possible options of how the situation may go. So there's no only plan A and plan B, but I have plan A, B, C, D, E and subversions. And then for every single situation, I think to myself, okay, then if that happens, what can you do? And I make a basic steps. Okay, if this happens, I can do that. And then if that happens, I can do the other thing. And if this happens, I can do this, this and that. And this literally just calms me down. Because in a moment when a thing happens, I am not completely unprepared. Very often it's one of the versions that I anticipated. And the change even if it's, a, if it's a huge negative thing hitting you, it does not have that big impact on me because I already, I waited for it. I knew it was coming and I could get ready for the punch. I could get ready to get a hit. And that's something that calms me mentally and emotionally a lot. Then that was the second step. So preparing of what to do in every single stage. So first, I make a list of different ways how things can go. And then the second step is making a plan, an action plan for each single version. And then number three is forget. After I've done that, I put down the list and hide it somewhere, hide it in my mind, hide it in the drawer, desk, put it aside. I've written everything down, I've done the work, and I know that in my head I have a plan for something. So once that is done, that allows me to focus being back in where I am. Because I, the only influence that I can have on what the possible outcome might be are things that I can do right now. I can't in any other way. This is the only way we can influence future. Be more conscious about what we're doing now, you know? So then I'm focusing as much as possible to do all my best right now at the moment. And in my situation, that means just giving my best at work every single day, whether it's boring day or super tiring and exhausting, um, giving my 100% every single day. And that can be applied, those few steps can be applied to many other different situations in your life. 
you know? This is what I had when I was searching for internship and I was so sure of getting one place that I actually did not applied for many others and then I was faced with possibility that maybe I'll not get accepted and I will have to fail semester or do everything later and have it moved and that also I made this list prepared myself and had a plan had a version for everything happening um and this is what calmed me down but then again I am kind of control freak I need to have everything under control so that's why for me being ready for everything helps me helps me calm down uh, because I know that if it happens I know what I will do there's n few things that can stress me out so much or make me anxious as being unexpectedly faced with something horrible in your life you know that you were not ready for and for now luckily there were not that many situations in my life uh, of this sort and because I am a very emotional person as much as control freak I try to as they say in some action movie have a plan of killing every single person you meet. No, not exactly, but, uh, but you know, you get the point. Have a possible plan of every bad situation that can happen, but at the same time, not, I'm not spending my days just creating scenarios of how everything can go down the drain, because that's also quite a depressing thing to be doing with your free time. That's unnecessary worrying. But once I know that something is coming, and once I'm basically sure of it, then yeah, then I can, uh, then I can prepare. So that was my work week, and then the third revelation was it relates to kind of both. So I caught myself just today realizing how sometimes or very often some of us more some of us less we want to have so many things a few things in life at the same time like we want to have everything and we want to have everything right now and it's not exactly possible but making a decision between one or the other can be can be crazy and in my case that has uh, this is connected with uh, me having someone in my life uh, that I managed to uh, get close with and open emotionally to and because of some life situations and life circumstances uh, nothing can move from how things are right now and in my world of being obsessed with planning and preparing and trying to be ready for different things I kind of realized that maybe I unfairly try to have too many things at the same time and and then being forced to actually really you know make a decision and stick to it and define what you want which can be so hard I mean knowing what you want uh, 
So yeah, um, this was a bit of a venting episode for me, I guess. Um, I hope you all don't mind and maybe at least one positive and nice thing out of this episode is the fact that I shared with you my way of dealing with change and my three steps and I hope some of you uh, will find that useful and that some of you will be able to apply it in some of your situations. I'll be keeping you updated where my head's at and where my heart's at once I will figure that out because I guess that's what adult people do, right? We figure things out, we figure figure out life and it never ends. So if that never ends, can we ever say that we're adult? Or just, you know, adults don't have things figured out as well. But... I think it's a great sign of adulthood, of being aware of things that you don't know and trying to figure them out, (laughs) if they're important, at least, uh, for your situation. And sometimes maybe you're just curious, you know? Anyway, thank you so much for listening. This was it for now. And I'll talk to you next week. And another episode of Barbs in the World, The Curious Case of Adulthood. Thank you and bye!